When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another really special, well, they're all really special edition of Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald, joined, as always, since the beginning of time, Thomas C. Cock over there in the other studio where all the aircraft hang out. Hello. Yeah, I'm just We're finishing here to do an F-104 what? Starfighter, by the way. F-104 Starfighter. F-104, that's an old plane. Yeah, it goes back to like the 50s, I think, or 60s. Yeah, great wow. plane. Beautiful. Yeah, the beautiful very plane. beginning of jet-powered flight. Yeah, no, it's taken a lot of work, so I'm looking forward to having it done here soon. Yeah, well, you can replace the Russian fighter with that one. Oh, man, I'm never going to live that one down. Yes, I will. I will it get wasn't me. You, you're the one who started it's, it. It's actually you're not Russian. It's actually Soviet. Good point. Soviets were that? different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, today, we decided to do people. something special. What? They were way Speak. nicer people. Sorry. Yeah, they were the great people, the Soviets. Uh, we're here for a, a very special edition because we need to answer some of your questions. As I looked back at all the questions that have come in from TalkingRealMoney.com, the kind that you write, I realized that we're near the end of April and we still haven't finished March. So get to so it, man. This is, this is a question marathon. Your Written questions asked by me of Tom, who will throw the answer back to me again. <laughs> Especially so, the ones I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. So here's one. Ah. I hope you know these funds. If not, I know what they are so I can tell you. Okay. You answered a question about funds and two of the ETFs you didn't like. I don't, I didn't like maybe a strong word, but okay. Or strong. Disliked? Phrase, are part of the Paul Merriman ultimate buy oh. and hold. I think I know where we're headed here. Go ahead. RPV, which is the S&P 500. Uh, who's, I forgot whose it was. I think it's in uh, RPV. It's the Invesco S&P 500 value ETF. I don't remember saying anything bad about this, but I'll take word for it. Um, what we What we may have said bad about that is that it had a relatively high expense ratio of 0.35, uh, but it's a value. It's 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 the value section of the S and P 500. So you're tilting to the stocks that are out right, of favor. Right, 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 right. And then the other one was um, EFV, which is the um, the iShares MSCI. Uh, international value. These are both value funds. And I don't think, I don't recall ever saying we didn't like them. No, I don't. I think I don't. what we didn't like about them was the fact that their expense ratios are a little bit high. You, at this 0. is 3, you. For I never answered me. this question. You answered this Probably question. Probably was me, but yeah, it would really only it. have been the expense ratio because it's a value tilt. That's nice. One of our complaints 
not really complaints, is that the Paul Merriman Ultimate Buy and Hold Portfolio, love you, Paul, is a very difficult portfolio for a lot of people to manage. I'd say it has for a most lot of people, funds in it. Most people. Most it's, people. It, I agree. No offense. I mean, because Paul's really trying to do the very, 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 very best for yeah. you, which is admirable, but it's difficult. That's why we give and, you the three and, fund And it's thing. not that we dislike them at all. We just think that you start with a basic two fund portfolio or even a one pun pun a one pun a one pun one portfolio. Pun? Not Tom, in this can show. you do There's a one more. pun portfolio? No, no, no. no this no, could be no, way up. It. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Uh, a one fund portfolio, like a target date fund. You could do yeah. a two fund portfolio, which is like a, a total world index and a bond fund. You could do a a two fund variation on the theme, which we like, which is one of Paul's ideas, which is a target date and just a small cap value fund. I think that's a good, um, but when approach. you start getting into building these portfolios where you've got a value tilt on large cap, where you got a value tilt U S where you got a value tilt overseas, where you got a value tilt on small cap, where you, you know, you've got a value tilt on emerging. You start getting into these really ponderous portfolios and people's eyes glaze over. Well, not only that, okay, it, they're hard to set up, but they're really difficult to rebalance for most people for a couple of reasons. First of all, it takes a level of sophistication to do it, not that you can't get there, but it also requires you to be counterintuitive in many ways. You have to sell things that have gone or feel like they're going up, and you got to buy the losers. I find most people really they struggle with that. So again... I wouldn't pick on those two funds per se. No, even no, no, 35 no, no. basis points, they're expensive. In the grand scheme of ETFs, they're expensive because yeah, ETFs, index ETFs tend to run in the 10 basis point. Yeah, no, our and that's portfolio. that's three times month. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, portfo- our precision core portfolio now, the average is 0.10. So now you're going to pay point three. I mean, so again, it, it, it's, it's still small either way. It's yeah, nitpicking, it but I that, agree. Uh, it, the only beef I would have would be the complexity. The only beefs I would have would be the complexity and the higher than average expense ratios. That's all. Yeah. Next question. Okay. Hi, my mother has a small Vanguard IRA, less than a hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. She would like suggestions on a fund mix to invest the money in. It's currently all in money market. She's on the conservative side and would like to begin drawing 2 to 3% per year in five years. I suggested VGSTX. VGSTX, what is that one? TDIF. Oh, oh, star, that's star, Vanguard T-D-I-F. star. TDIF. And VT... <laughs> What is this, Sorry. a dirge? <laughs> because it's just so easy. It's one fund. Just do it, man. What? Oh, that was a dirge. What fund. was the fun? Target date oh, fund. That's what you were saying. Now you've I said this. You, I, I'm following you now. This is something you've said for, I always want to get into this. Is, no, for your mother, she needs a little draw off it a little She's bit. She's going to take a little I, money out in five years. So it'd be the Vanguard. I don't uh, know. 2025 yeah, to 2030. Okay. Probably so 2025. It's probably 50% in stocks, Target 50% in retirement bonds. 2025 is VTTVX. No, VTTVX. And get this. Talk about expense VX. ratios again. This is a very well diversified fund. Expense ratio, Tom, just I'll say 15 basis points. 
try eight. Yeah, I, that's dirt cheap, man. You're getting it for nothing. What What's the stock to bond ratio on that? 50, it 50, is, 60, 40? Uh, it is 50, 50. Yeah, I Pretty mean, close. again, for somebody who's retired, who doesn't want to, I think you could hope to make 5 or 6% a year from that. Well, if you're taking out two or three, mm-hmm. well, you can run the numbers. It's unlikely you'll mm-hmm. run it all the way out. You just, but again, again, what you have to do is you put it in there, you leave it the heck alone, you take out your two or 3% annually, you ignore everything that it does other than that. The only thing you're worried about, can I withdraw my two to 3% per year over the course of the next 20 or so years? That's all you care about. And, and ignore the, the guy that, and I can't the, see any way it would ever have a problem well, paying out mm, two to three because the guy that wrote the, or came up with the 4% rule that you could draw out 4% of your portfolio from a, a, basically a balanced portfolio and it wouldn't run out. He's again in the press today saying, well, the future is not at 3.3. There's no idea whether that will work starting tomorrow. Number one, number two, your situation is unique. In other words, your social security pinch, all those other things could impact how much you need to take out of it and when you take it. So no, that's a ridiculous statement. But what I've said is I cannot imagine, I cannot in my wildest dreams, imagine a scenario in which over the course of 20 or 25 years, you could not take two to 3% out without running out of money. Uh, Yeah. Some years you may, it may go down some while you're taking money out, but I mean, go down so much that it would just leave you with nothing. How does that happen? I don't believe it could. If it does, call us in 30 years to tell us we're wrong. Now, we won't be available in 30 years, but feel free to give us a call. I'm sorry, but Don and Tom are not available (laughs) to take your call. So, uh, yeah. Please try again later. (laughs) Much later. Now, I think that's, again, simplicity, low cost, ease of operation. Boom. It's there. You get the money. Easy. All right. Here's our next one. Yeah. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, it's just comments. Do you want to comment? Yeah, I always <laughs> love you, you want this one. Actually, you really want this oh, one. Oh, okay. Because All the right. guy is a CPA. Okay. Okay? Yep. So you're going to like, because you got you have sort of a CPA mindset a little what? bit in some ways. Mm, just a you're going to see why. Ball you're going to see why. Yeah. Hello, Don and Tom. There is no question here. First, Don, I love the Lit Reading podcast. Thanks for mentioning the site on your money podcast. Those are my short story podcasts. Yeah. Second, as a retired CPA tax attorney, I love Tom's tie look. It's very professional. Oh, Oh, the fact that I'm wearing a tie. Note to Don. I know you guys aren't tax people, but you did have a question last week about some guy who inherited an IRA and he wanted to know why his tax software program was asking for his tax basis in it. That's most likely because he inherited it because the person he could have inherited it from made non-deductible after-tax contributions God, to a regular IRA. Nobody makes those. Come on. He would Very then few. get the basis. Yeah. Somebody else yeah. wrote us anyway. about the same thing, by the way. 8606. The form 8606. Yeah. Somebody else wrote us the same thing. Where you keep thing. track of your basis. And blah, blah, blah. By the way, I follow Paul Merriman's ultimate buy and hold strategy. Speaking there, of There which, you go. Yeah. <laughs> I did listen to your program a few months ago when it was his when he was on. I guess he couldn't handle the heat and decided not to return. <laughs> no, no. That's, Paul was on over the weekend. He just was on the last, last two episodes. Yeah. The last two that's, episodes. That's he funny, though. He can Paul can handle the he heat. He doesn't care. He's almost 
79 years old. He literally doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Finally. Yeah. Oh, Don, I heard your Friday podcast and you said you had three daughters. Don, if they aren't already married, then Tom doesn't need to worry about your retiring anytime soon. <laughs> wait, wait, this guy, does he want a part-time job as the writer for the show or yeah, something? Good luck to you guys. <laughs> a CPA who can write? What is I, what is up with this? And thinks I dress nicely. I'm troubled, <laughs> deeply troubled. Good luck okay. to you guys and look forward to more podcasts. All right, that's kind words. Wasn't a question, but it no, was a good, relatively good. clever. Yeah, so yeah, Very clever. All right, one more. Go. All right. All right. Maybe two more. All right. Maybe two more. Yeah. I haven't had breakfast yet, so I'm kind of hungry. Is that whose fault is that? That's probably my fault, but I'm still saying it. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Prudential versus Empower. I don't even. Oh, my. Yeah, we know Empower. I know this one. We do? Okay, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hello, Tom and Don. I'm 45. Took a early retirement from state government to take a job with the feds. Oh, you double, triple dipper. It's going to be dipping pensions all over the place. My state's 401k and 457 programs are currently run by Prudential. I left the account open and currently have about $280,000 in the 401 and 457, mostly Roths. My plan was to leave the funds in the accounts to allow them to keep building until I needed to start drawing. Also, I'm currently maxing out my Roth TSP account. Last week, we received word that Prudential has sold its 401s and 457s to Empower. Are you familiar with this company? If so, what are your thoughts? Would you recommend leaving the funds in the account or would you recommend rolling them over? Okay. So going back, Empower is, I think, mostly a record keeper. Um, I'm just looking them up here because I thought, I think I've heard of record keeping financial holding. Okay. So, but it always comes down to what the, what, what the, the options, are. what, how, how do you, how can you invest the money? What kind of funds, how expensive are they? How diversified it comes down to that rather than the company per se. So I'm not a fan. We've said this a thousand times, maybe more, not a fan mm-hmm. of hiring insurance companies to uh, pick your investment products because it, it, great with life insurance, but not so much with, uh, with, well, with the possible exception of the Pacific life company, which began what? Pimco? Yeah, there you go. I knew you were going to get worked up about that one because I just read the book, oh. uh, The Bond King with Bill Groves. Uh, any rate, no. Oh, so and by the f- way, Empower does have an investment advisory arm. Shocking because guess what? They and insurance products. Okay, so, but I'm trying and to understand. So you're going to get yeah. all, and they're FINRA. So you're going to get some high cost yeah. garbage. I, gu- I, can, I can guarantee there's they have a lot of high price garbage in there. Guarantee it. Yeah. Okay. So to go back, um, your options are a leave it there. B. Well, you're going to have to. It's going to go to Empower, or if you're not working there anymore, couldn't you roll it out or roll it for? Couldn't you move it into the TSP? Yeah, you should be able to. But the other thing you could do is just transfer it into your own IRA. The only reason you might transfer. The only reason you might not want to do that would be then that would make you ineligible, basically, because the amount is so large to do um, a backdoor Roth IRA at some point. But if you're already doing the TSP Mm. into a Roth, who cares? Exactly. He sounds like he's rothed out all over the place. I would. I would. Here's what I would do. I would find out if the TSP because I don't know. I'm assuming they allow you know, distribution from one plan to another, I would move it from there to the TSP. TSP has pretty good diversification, extremely low cost. It's a pretty good program. So I would move it there. All right. And, and, and to end this short Q and a version, so Tom can have breakfast. (laughs) Yes. 
at noon He's Eastern. Hold, holding up his daily food journal. You're Just gonna love empty. this one. This is yeah. about this is about retirement. Oh, okay. about retirement investing. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I have to I have to clear my throat for this one. <clears throat> there we go. Yeah. Hi, Don Hi. and Tom. Yes. I currently have a hundred thousand dollars to invest. And was wondering if you would recommend putting it all into Dogecoin, market timing game stock with pot stocks, or keeping it simple with scratch You're kidding me, right? I look forward to your 100% You're... sincere response. You're kidding me, right? You're <laughs> kidding me. This is a setup. He wrote, he wrote that. But You're holding it, it up? You're joke. standing between me and my grape nuts for this? Are you kidding me? And now come on. on. And now on to my real question. I was going to okay, say, that was come clever, on. Okay. That was very I have clever. a question right. regarding my 401k through work. It's run through ADP, which has yes, neither a great them. selection of funds or low expense ratios. See, then those are picked by your company, by the way, not necessarily yeah. by ADP. I ADP think in ADP you can use it. anything. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, because we, our company uses ADP for payroll. Not, but not for the investing not for, part. Not for the 401k. I don't no. know what they have, but what's available. But listen to what... His current holdings are, uh, yeah, sixty percent in a State Street S and P five hundred index. That's probably now, okay. First, oh, really? Yeah, State Street's index. This That's guy okay. was smart enough to throw in the expense ratio. How much? Point five two. Okay, so there's some. So maybe they're adding in the cost of the plan to that because the State Street 500 index I in and of itself th- is cheaper than that. No, but it's a it's a class nine share. Kind what they've sakes. done is they yes, found something that pays the people who <sighs> create the portfolio a fee because because this is how I know this. I know State Street offers pseudo commissioned products. There's a 12b1 fee hidden in there, Tom. That's because outrageous. listen to the next fund. He has Investo Invesco Comstock, Class A. Expense ratio 0.82. And then 20% in Delaware small cap yeah, value. I know the fund. Expense ratio 0.9 or something. 1.14. Yeah. Okay. One po- oh God's sakes. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> so the question is what to do. I'll give you the question. Am I better off opening an IRA through another company such as Vanguard and maxing that out first or putting the remaining money into the ADP plan? I appreciate appreciate you to, to taking time to answer for putting great material on your podcast. Okay. Boom, number go. one, if you get a match, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to save at least up to the match to get three money. Right. No right. brainer. And he doesn't say whether he has a match or yeah, not. Okay. Well, if you don't have a match, go ahead. Well, if you don't have a match, then... And, yeah, the IRA probably, I, I, there's a several things because obviously you can save more in a 401k than in an IRA, right? Because I think the right. uh, under 50, you can still do 19,500 in the 401k mm-hmm. and 19, IRA five. would only allow you to do 6,000. I was anyway, it's a, less. So um, that's one thing to consider. Um, after that, sure, why not? If there's no match, I gosh, I hope there's a match. But that's, and I guess the third option is do they have a target date fund at a low cost in that portfolio? Based on what I'm seeing, and I'm extrapolating because I don't have the information because this is a written question, but I'm extrapolating from what I'm seeing. And the fact that I'm seeing the fund classes that I'm seeing leads me to believe that this plan 
is advised by a stockbroker. Sounds a like a registered yeah. representative who is apparently, and again, I'm extrapolating, but is apparently, it's a big enough company, I'm hoping, that he's getting them breakpoints. I'm hoping these Class A's do not have the front load that they would have if they weren't reaching price points because, for example, the Invesco Comstock A shares have a front load. They do have a 0.82 expense ratio, but they have a front load of 5.5%. That's an upfront Ugh. commission. So if you're a very small company and they're not meeting breakpoints, it's usually a million dollars in total assets with that company, with Invesco, for example, million dollars. Then you would have a zero sales commission. You may want to look. You might be paying a sales commission in addition to that expense ratio. If we're having this conversation in 1980, yeah, that's probably legit. But the fact that this mm-hmm. is 2022, absolutely yeah. insane. In 1980, pretty much all you could get was the Vanguard yeah. 500 index fund. Uh, yeah, everything and you else were paying was commissions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. back when the dinosaurs were ra- – I mean, so again, and, and I think, honestly, with anything, any plan that has a commission product in it, you need to go to HR and say, no, we shouldn't be paying commissions for this stuff. That's outrageous. Even if we're getting breakpoints, because remember, yeah, you're in still, that, yeah, it's still in something. that point eight two expense ratio is a 12B1 fee of 0.25 that goes to the broker. So even if they put over a million dollars into the plan, every year the broker, the brokerage firm gets 0.25% of your assets yeah, that's, in their pocket. That's not a very good plan. Let's put it nicely. That's what we think. Thank you all for being there. Let's send Tom off to breakfast, shall we? Oh, but before we do, yes, let's talk about a free lunch. Well, you don't get the lunch, but you get a free event. Well, okay. If you're in the greater Seattle area, you need to come and see us on Saturday, May 14th. But the, the lunch is, is not free up. if you actually come physically. That's a good point. There is no free lunch. Thank you. Uh, but you get to see Don out of his room for the first time in however many years. I might. My wife's trying to get me to wear a tie. What? No, that would be crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Where know. would you find one? Look, I know this isn't on video. You have a tie? Reason, and I'm and not it's... sure why. I'm not sure Whoa. why it's in my studio, but there is a tie. Okay, don't wear that tie with that shirt. I'll just say that the Michael right now. Kors. I don't know Michael, but okay. Um, but apparently it's, it's going to be a great day. If you've never been to this, even if you have been, the thing about this event is you get different perspectives. <laughs> Except for the first one. It'll be yeah, better I than know. the first one. Are you going to post a picture? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't picture control the websites anymore. Of, of out of, how do we call them? Over the hill? Anyway, we're leaving that one alone. Quarterback that showed up at retired meet. One coach, yeah. quarterback. All right, you, is, is he, he coaching in the USFL? No, yet? he's not. I don't think he's coaching at all. I think he's fully <laughs> okay. retired, waiting for the NFL to call. Uh he's a left-handed quarterback, so maybe there's a lot of quarterback moves. Anyway, so you can hear from myself, from Don, from Paul Merriman, from Apollo Lepescu, Barb Devereaux on long-term care, Rick Gregrick on estate planning. You get the idea. We cover all the things you need to know about retirement at retire everything meet. you could ever want to know every about single every single thing yeah it's guaranteed or okay, your free ticket back yeah there you go so if you come online if you do it virtually it's free and there's no sandwich 
Mm-hmm. If you show up and we invite you to do so, you'll have more fun if you show up because there you can interact with people. You can corner Paul Merriman and ask him how many more years you're going to do this, that kind of thing. It's more fun. Um, and if you want all the numbers, no, you can corner Paul Merriman and get a 45-minute <laughs> dissertation on one chart. That's probably true. So uh, join us Saturday, May 14th. It's going to be a great day. You'll enjoy it and you'll learn. And uh, you can sign up right now, I believe, retiremeetmeet.com. Oh, you darn well better be okay. able to. It's coming up in less than a month. So. Okay. All right. So, And we will sell out tickets for the Bellevue live event. Tom guarantees or I his give, money back. Or I, or I won't show up. It will be or he's just going to buy the extra ticket. I probably will. A seat filler, as they call them at the Oscars. Right? Yeah. So we'll get some seat There goes fillers. your Doha trip. <laughs> That's probably true, which oh, I still dread the 18-hour flight. Anyway, um, join Go us. Emirates. Enjoy Go Emirates. I, Is it Emirates? I, I hope it's Emirates. It's I love them. Oh, my No, I think gosh, it's Qatari nice. Air or something. Oh, Qatar. Because it's in it's in Qatar. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Qatar, Qatar. I need to learn that before Qatar. I go there. It, Qatar. I think that. Anyway. Qatar. It's Qatar. Like, yeah. It's like Qatar, but Qatar. All right. So, anyway. But it isn't really Qatar. When the mayor, it's, that's the American. Well, I'm going to Qatar. It used to be Qatar. Yeah. That's no, it used to be Qatar, we called it. Oh, okay. Qatar. And then they said, no, it's Qatar. And I'm the Qatar man. Never mind. Okay, so join us. You'll have fun. You'll enjoy it. And you will learn. So see you at Okay, he's hungry. He's hungry. Let's let him go eat. Calling to me. Have a great day. Have a great life. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast. Go visit our video at YouTube or wherever. And just go out and manage your money better. Please keep listening to us. I'm Don. That's Tom talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.